Hello everyone, you are listening to Controllers Podcast. I am HK. Welcome back to another episode. Super excited to have you all here. As usual, really appreciate you guys for listening. In this episode, I am excited to talk about securing resources on uh, AWS. Alright everybody, in this episode I'm going to talk about securing resources on uh, AWS. So some of the topics which I'm going to cover today's episode are why IAM and uh, AWS can be intimidating to a lot of people, taking people through policies, JSON, syntax and API operations, examining the AWS pattern of building IAM roles and handling some of the setups. I have worked in other parts of the cloud platform new integrations to manage DDoS production and uh, VPC. So it's all about securely granting access to AWS resources. Basically, the things you need to think about locking down the network, audit logs, all kinds of stuff like that. So it's an awesome conversation. So let's go ahead. Once again, I appreciate you all for being on the show. One of the first projects I was working on was uh, transitioning that to be a cloud-based solution. So running that on AWS. And from there, I met a few people at AWS and actually transitioned over there and started working in security. I was working on a couple of projects in the automated reasoning group. They do approval security type stuff. So one of the project was uh, really interesting and uh, they do some kind of config rules and access analyzer of uh, IAM checks. And uh, this is just, it looks like IAM policies and can tell you exactly what permissions it grants and uh, whether one policy is more permissive than another. So that was really interesting to me. Uh, it would show two policies uh, that to the human eye looked. They were exactly the same, but it can tell you what was different about them. And I just found that really interesting because I think uh, IAM is uh, just such an important piece of security there that you really want to be doing that right. And uh, it was so easy to show these examples where you can't uh, really see what the difference is. So from there, I really dove into IAM docs, trying to get a good feel of all the different options and configurations there. And that was the impetus uh, for the first two real chapters in the book on uh, logical access uh, production in the cloud. So after working on that project for a bit, I moved over to another assignment, which is uh, AWS Security Hub. And that's centralizing all of the security information into one place for your uh, AWS environment. So that's where I started to learn about the different pieces of security on uh, AWS. So looking not just at uh, IAM, but also at the network access production and the data production, S3, all of them like uh, audit uh, logs and uh, stuff and collecting it to one place. So that's where I got the baseline knowledge and uh, what I thought someone uh, who was just starting out in the AWS and uh, looking at security should know before they get started. So it's definitely a foundational thing that you need to be successful I always tell people about the importance of uh, compute, network security, and storage at least. So uh, one question that strikes to my mind, have you found that a lot of people are intimidated by the IAM stuff because it can be to your point, policies and stuff, it gets deep pretty fast, right? I actually think one of the interesting things I found is that people, they know just enough to make things work, which can be a little dangerous sometimes where you're adding a policy and you're trying to get maybe a Lambda function to connect to S3 and it's uh, not connecting. So you just start adding permissions or you grant permission 
grant admin permissions to this function and you can really easily grant way too many permissions which is just a huge security vulnerability just knowing enough to be dangerous but not really fully understanding iam broadly setting things up not following uh, principles of least privilege things like that one of the things that we got a lot of people that listen to be to the show that are azure focused but there is so many parallels between iam and uh, azure i mean under the hood i'm pretty sure google is uh, similar as well but uh, ultimately what we are doing is trying to control uh, really the api calls that are taking place on the platform and that's really the underpinning of iam in aws it's been interesting to watch over the last few years how the services have uh, matured there are so many of this uh, integrations points like uh, you were talking about where uh, you are uh, just being uh, given the option to delegate access from one service to another and sometimes if you're not sure what you're doing then you get into the situation where uh, maybe you're opening stuff up do you like that pattern that uh, aws is uh, following where they'll build iam rules for you and handle some of that uh, setup or are you somebody that likes to see things a little bit more if you do everything yourself you can get down to strict least privileges which would be better but i do think it's a step up from what a lot of people would have done otherwise i see this is a lot i was talking with someone on a similar line using kms to encrypt your data in aws and there is a lot of integrations with the kms where you store something in s3 and uh, just do one click to encrypt the bucket and encrypt all the files in there with the kms key that uh, aws will create for you that's a great point because uh, it could be a barrier to entry if you don't have uh, some ways for people to get going i actually think it's a good thing to have those uh, shortcuts and stuff i remember a couple of years ago where the s3 console was uh, still not updated and uh, you never really know by just uh, looking whether a bucket was uh, public or private but now it's uh, yelling at you if it's in a public bucket i see sometimes I see it in security groups i think uh, it'll let you know when you're opening up uh, inbound access into your network from all ports really the one place where they are all showing up uh, your best practices is uh, s3 switching gears here a little bit so i worked in aws for a few years i was there mostly working on administration networking and security and then in the automated reasoning um, group for a while then i went over to azure and google cloud i was working on availability and reliability there which isn't necessarily security but i think there is a lot of parallels between uh, availability and security the same kinds of uh, things you would look to protect uh, for denial of service attacks and the data corruption or data tampering you are really looking at uh, for availability with the backing up all of your data and making sure that uh, you're not going to go down if a customer sends too much load or something like that so there is a lot of parallels there so, so i was at uh, gcp for a while and and then recently i came back to aws and i've read about uh, quantum computing quantum computing is something i would love to get into that episode that's really cool uh, i started working on aws uh, from uh, 2014 they do have a specialization certification on security microsoft now has a security specialty for azure and stuff like that but i really love those specializations security is so important yeah that's huge i definitely love the concept of applying what you're learning and i think uh, that's massive it looks uh, really awesome outline even saw then there uh, securing mobile application but i'm curious i know there's some you cover some best practices common attacks and stuff let's see the most common attacks you see in aws or that customers are defending against it depends on the level so 
90% of the attacks are really simple stuff like open S3 buckets, databases, or Elasticsearch cluster is open to the world. Past that, I think the next biggest one is denial of services. That's one huge and there is a lot of uh, unsophisticated denial of services attacks that are really easy to protect against. There are a few services like Shield and Shield Advance that can do that pretty easily for you. And uh, if you are using certain services in AWS, they'll help you out with that, like CloudFriend which is the CDN service that'll do a lot of that for you. So putting your application behind something like that, it's just an easy way to get the security for free. Otherwise, one will end up spending more money after the attack. There are so many integration points and there are so many managed services where there is a lot of perimeter security that uh, you may have to think about and uh, people making simple mistakes by opening things up too big or too permissive. It seems uh, really a common thing. At the network level, we've got uh, security groups and then there is the ECS and the VPC. Question is, are there any integrations uh, these days like managed DDoS protection and VPC and stuff like that? There is uh, AWS uh, Shield Advanced, which is a super sophisticated DDoS protection tool. It's a bit expensive, but that's really great tool for DDoS protection that integrates well with AWS services. And then there is also AWS uh, WAF, which is a uh, web application firewall that's good uh, basic firewall if you're just looking for something to put in front of a simple application it's got a bunch of basic built-in rules and uh, in aws style you can pick and choose the rules you want and pay for what you use but then on top of that aws marketplace has ton of uh, different firewalls from third-party vendors that make it really easy to integrate those so if you have something that uh, you're using in an on-premise environment that you're used to you can easily bring those in I remember back when I was there, Train Micro was a huge marketplace a partner building all kinds of security products. I'm sure Amazon got a ton of stuff uh, from other vendors out there, but it's cool to hear that the marketplace is still thriving. AWS has a reInvent, that's kind of a mini reInvent for just uh, security products. Now everything is online. I, I think this one already happened uh, just a couple of months ago. It would be awesome to have uh, people start looking AWS from security aspects, especially anybody deploying apps on AWS, uh, just to make sure they are doing it securely i think aws security white papers are a really great start and they have some blueprints for how to get started with a secure application and uh, get started in a secure way and it's a lot easier if you start from something secure to build your application on top of that rather than starting with an application and uh, trying to add on security after the fact using aws security services you can implement based on the tools and uh, resources some of the tools i would like to highlight aws security tools are divided into six crucial components uh, that form the pyramid of uh, AWS uh, security. Those are uh, identity and access management, detective controls, infrastructure protection, data production, incident response, DDoS mitigation. Let me talk about uh, identity and access uh, management. The tools used for identity and access management in AWS are AWS IAM users and groups, which is a mechanism for creating and managing individual users and uh, their permission. Secret manager to manage uh, secrets used to access AWS uh, resources. Single sign-on, uh, centralized sign-on. Security token service, a web service that enables to request temporary limited privilege credentials for IAM users taking on a different role. Directory service, active directory service on uh, cloud built on uh, Microsoft Active Directory service. AWS organizations centrally manage and uh, enforce policies for multiple AWS accounts. Cognito lets you add user sign-in, sign-up, and access uh, control to web and mobile applications. Can define roles and map users to different roles so your application can access uh, only the 
resources that are authorized for each user. User poll, user directory that manages the overhead of managing the tokens returned from social sign-in providers. Directive controls, uh, directive controls in AWS means capturing and collecting logs and uh, auditing. The most important tools for this uh, AWS provides are Cloud Trial, which records API calls made on your account. This information helps you to track changes made to your AWS resources, troubleshoot operation issues, ensure compliance with internal policies and regulatory standards. CloudWatch, which triggers actions, monitors, logs, reacts to unexpected events, can automatically recover via Lambda functions. It fails due to loss of network connectivity. VPC flow logs captures uh, IP traffic uh, going in and out of uh, your network interfaces and subnets. Guard duty tool that uh, uses machine learning to detect anomalies. Security hub single page class view of high priority security alerts. AWS config continuous monitoring and assessment service to help detect non-compliance configurations in almost real time. Infrastructure production, usually the most important service for a business is the EC2 instance. The production of the EC2 instance is done in three layers. The first layer is the security groups, which acts as a built-in firewall and to control uh, traffic. The second layer is a network ACL, uh, ACL stands for access controllers. And the third layer is a subnet routing, which is used to group uh, instances and uh, AWS resources based on security and um, operational needs. The most important tools here are the following. AWS uh, System Manager, which is used for deploying automation scripts for instances. CloudFormation automates and simplifies the task of repeatedly creating and deploying AWS resources. Direct Connect tools used for establishing the private connection between the AWS service and the data center. Data production data for any business is the important currency. In AWS, there are several tools that provide uh, data production. KMS service for creating and controlling encryption keys certificate manager for managing ssl tls certificates IC tool that uses machine learning to classify discover and protect sensitive data glacier and frequently used uh, data storage device also called as a uh, cold data amazon s3 storage for data where uh, the data stored uh, can have a client-side encryption encrypt data before sending or uh, serve-side encryption encrypt data after it has been uh, received by the service and uh, incident response beside all the efforts of uh, protecting data an incident still might happen so every business should have a, an incident response plan to be able to take action at any time aws provides uh, several tools and methods to keep you prepared api for automation automate uh, routine tasks to be performed when uh, incident response uh, should uh, take action forensics on data volume EBS snapshots to see the state of the disk. Cloud formation to quickly create new trusted environment in which to conduct a deeper investigation, deploy pre-configured instances in this isolated environment that contains all the necessary tools. Forensic teams need to determine the cause of incident. Step function to coordinate multiple AWS services into serverless uh, workflows to build and update uh, applications quickly. DDoS mitigation. AWS provides a defense in that uh, model against DDoS attacks. This can be done with uh, three tools. Route 53 connects a uh, user request to infrastructure running on AWS. CloudFront, a web service that speeds up uh, distribution of static and dynamic content such as uh, HTML, CSS, uh, .js, and image files to users. It delivers your content through a worldwide network of data centers called edge locations. AWS Sheet, which is a DDoS uh, production service that safeguards applications that run on uh, AWS. Another very important tool in DDoS mitigation is 
last but not the least aws waf web application firewall which is tool that helps protect web applications from common web exploits that could affect uh, application availability web app firewall gives control on uh, which traffic to allow or block by defining customizable web security i hope this has been an, a useful episode for everyone i'd like to wrap up the show now i will come up with uh, another interesting topic later until then take care cheers